Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. Well, thanks to uh, our listeners. We are back with the mayor of Caldwell, Garrett Nancolis. Uh, he's a friend of mine, a friend of Hannah's. He's been the mayor of our community in Caldwell for over 20 years. And uh, what a what a record of accomplishment. Uh, mayor Nancolis has uh, announced that he is going to retire. Um, and so his, uh, his tenure as mayor will end uh, towards the end of the year. And Hannah and I just thought it'd be a great idea to, to bring the mayor on and, and talk about all the great things that have happened mm-hmm. um, over, over those 20 years of being mayor. So Mayor Nancolas, Garrett, welcome to the program. Yes, We're glad to welcome. have you here. Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you and Hannah. I think the world of both of you, I am grateful for your friendship, your kindness over the years. And so it's just an honor for me to be able to visit with you for a while this morning. Thank you. Thanks, Mayor. You know, we talk about those accomplishments, and they're they're numerous, right? And we've got forty five minutes, but I think we could talk for a long time about different things that have happened in Caldwell, positive things that have happened that you've you've helped lead the charge on, or you've been the leader of, or um, and. But I think the one that sticks out in my mind the most is the in, is the uncovering of Indian Creek. And how that led to so many other things, including Indian Creek Plaza, including um, the the downtown being redeveloped. Can you can you talk a little bit about the beginnings of that Indian of the uncovering of Indian Creek and and how that came to pass? You know, that's uh, again, as you said, a wonderful story. A uh, lot of people involved. Uh, we're so very grateful to have the community support support that we did through that process. And, and as you know, it was it was not really that well received at first. There were a lot of citizens thought it was a waste of time and money and effort. Uh, Indian Creek was covered up for a reason back in the day. You know, there used to be raw sewage that were was dumped into Indian Creek. There was even some uh, uh, things from businesses that were put in there. And so it was, it was covered up and, uh, of course, as an idea to create an active downtown and a centerpiece for other development. The Creek was, was the topic that uh, was suggested back early, early on. I mean, we're talking 2000. Uh, mm-hmm. This was a, a discussion clear back in that time frame. Uh, local business leaders, local folks in the community that cared about downtown. And really, you know, the, the kind of the essence of this, when we, when my first was, had the privilege of being elected, we, did a lot of town hall meetings. We did uh, community workshops. We asked for input from the community. What would you like to see us do? What are your priorities? What are the things that we can do to recreate the gym that Caldwell, I knew Caldwell was when I was a kid. And, and so the downtown was a focal point for that. 
uh, and again through the uh, community process, visiting folks, uh, it was decided that uh, this would be a worthwhile effort. A lot of people involved, so I'm not going to mention names because I'll forget somebody and <laughs> I don't want to do that. But, you know, lots and lots of people involved, partnerships with the Army Corps of Engineers, Department of Water Resources, uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, Department of Enver Environmental Quality, Fish and Game. I mean, the list goes on and on. And so co trying to coordinate all that was kind of like herding cats yeah. mm -hmm. uh, for a while because everybody had their own set of, of requirements. They had their own set of outcomes that they wanted to see happen. And so really it was just a Herculean effort, I think, to keep everybody headed the same direction. And the idea came about. Uh, we were able to get a grant through the Army Corps of Engineers, a Section 206 grant. And then, unfortunately, what happened was the – uh, that program was eliminated by the federal government about halfway through the process, mm. uh, which <laughs> talk about wow. throwing curveball at us. You know, it, it really, it really was a difficult, uh, situation to overcome. Granted, we did get some help from the army Corps in the design process, but we had already made an investment. We'd started buying properties. We'd already started, uh, working with, uh, with folks to get the, the job done. So we had to completely rewrite the urban renewal plan, which, by the way, we did write in 1998, and without it, none of this would have happened. Uh, but we were able to rewrite that plan, include the creek. Uh, <clears throat> we had to, uh, you know, reevaluate, do a new uh, assessment. We had to do environmental assessments. And, <clears throat> and ultimately, we were able to put together the funding mechanism. We were able to move through that. And it took us a total of seven years from mm. beginning to end. Uh, and so, again, I could talk about that process for the entire 45 minutes, but it was really a community effort, a lot of business people, a lot of staff at the city level, uh, all of our partners with uh, whether it was federal, state, local, uh, a lot of different ent entities that got that job done. And so that was the, you know, the secret to that was the partnerships, building the trust with those uh, other entities that were involved, making sure the community felt comfortable about keeping the community involved. It was a major project, but the results are phenomenal. Yes, it was every, every frustrating minute at times. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, I remember, um, Mayor, you and I both grew up in, in Caldwell, and I remember as a boy, my mom would um, take us through that car wash that went over Indian Creek. Literally, the car wash was built over Indian Creek. And, Mayor, you'll recall... Um, that that car wash literally fell into oh the gosh. creek. How <laughs> really? did that? How did that well, play a role in all this? Do you think that that? that do you think that that helped? Did what did it spur it on? Oh, absolutely. We we had already been talking about uncovering and daylighting the creek. Uh, this just happened to be one of those moments in time that really said, "This is why we're talking about yeah. it." Mm. <laughs> You know, a lot of those buildings uh, were built over the top of the creek. They, of course, the requirements for engineering and construction were different back then. A lot of those um, support beams across the creek were actually wood. Wow. Uh, and, of course, you know wood and water don't mm -hmm. work real well together for an extended period of time. So uh, even some of the, the supports were old railroad car uh, steel beams that they built railroad cars out of. It was really kind of a unique uh, construction process that we uncovered as we started tearing the, some of those buildings down and uncovering some of the creek. 
but it was it was one of those things that that when that car wash went in, thank heavens there was nobody in the car wash right. when it happened. <laughs> so no one was hurt. But uh, you know, John and Hannah, that certainly brought attention to it. Yeah. It certainly validated our desire to uh, do something with that creek. And so it was an unfortunate set of circumstances that turned into be kind of a catalyst that kind of. I think help the community realize this this is something that we we can do it should be done uh, for safety purposes if nothing else but it it was one of those things that really brought attention to that project yeah for sure that reminds me you talked about the bridges that go over indian creek and mayor remind me if i've got this story right but those iconic bridges now the two that go over indian creek um, the beams from those bridges if I remember correctly, you had spotted from the Falks ID building that was torn down, and those were later used as the supports for these beautiful, iconic bridges that we now have downtown on Indian Creek. Is that is that story, is that correct? Yeah, it, it's absolutely correct. We wanted to preserve the history of that Idaho department store. Uh, I know you're younger than I am, but for me, when I was a kid, that's where we I bought Levi's, I bought shirts, I bought, you know, the thing, school clothes. Uh, and so we wanted to make sure that we tried to preserve the history of that iconic building, that beautiful rounded roof on that building, the, the trusses that supported it mm. are the trusses at the top part of the bridges. Wow. Uh, a lot of the wood that is the, is the uh, deck of those bridges is all wood out of the Idaho department mm. store. So yeah, we tried to, uh, in remembrance of that wonderful, beautiful building and the memories of, of buying school clothes and things in downtown Caldwell, we took those uh, pieces that we could salvage. And you're right, bridge at Sixth Street and Seventh Street are constructed out of remnants of that that beautiful building. Well, yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it's a, I think that's a great a great way to remember our past too. Uh, Mayor, we often talk about Indian Creek Plaza and Indian Creek and what a great Thing that is for the community because it's so symbolic, right? People can walk to it. There, ex- our family's experiencing it, and I know you take your granddaughters down there and have a great time. Um, and so it's so easy to understand what a great success that has been. But I know behind the scenes, an equal, perhaps an equal success has been the amount of corporate development that we've seen in Caldwell over the last twenty years or so, especially out. Um, in the business park out by Smead Parkway. Now, we don't, it's not as exciting to talk about because we can't relate to it as much, but that has been a major success as well. Can you tell us a little bit about how that happened and, and, and why it's been so successful? Sure, I would love to, and you're right. You know, the most visible change is the downtown because you now have this beautiful plaza with ice skating during the winter time that we didn't have before lights the million lights that we have along the creek uh, those beautiful bridges the walkways around the creek we have six acres of park in downtown which is unique and highlighting the beautiful indian creek and the heritage that we have there so you're right that is a very visible and probably the most talked about change in caldwell however there's a story as you said out there in sky ranch Uh, industrial park that probably has even more impact, long-term impact on the city of Caldwell than anything else we've done. Mm -hmm. You know, that was uh, uh, 
an effort by the Cobble East Urban Renewal Agency to invest in ourselves. We had a need in Cobble for jobs. We needed to have good paying jobs. Our household income was low. Uh, we needed to be able to have opportunities for the citizens of our community to work locally, to not have to get in their car and drive to Nampa, Boise, or wherever to find a job. So as we developed the urban renewal plan, which that's a different story I'll have to tell you about sometime. I'm literally driving around in an old van, took the back seat out, no air conditioning, driving <laughs> around in the summertime. I sat in a folding chair with a folding table. L.J. Waite drove the van, and we literally drove this community. I had sweat dripping off my nose and making uh, spots on that map. I, I wish I saved that map. I, it would be interesting. But anyway, so as we drove around and were creating this vision, we knew that there was opportunity for industrial manufacturing, commercial type growth that we needed desperately in this community. So that Sky Ranch business area, that area at exit 29, great access to the freeway. We had the airport nearby, highway 2026, literally all roads led there. So we had this vision that we could, we could build an industrial park there that would create jobs and help our families uh, with uh, household income. So we uh, invested in that area so that others would invest as well. We put in water, sewer, power, Intermountain Gas. Uh, we built roads. We made sure that literally that area of town was shovel ready so that as developers and manufacturers, uh, distributors wanted to have a place to, to invest, that we had made it as friendly, business friendly, as timely as possible, money as time to developers. So we literally made it so that, uh, for example, when uh, Fresca came to look at the city of Caldwell, they literally had to apply for a building permit because everything else was already done. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of incentives that they were looking for because, again, time is money. We, we literally issued that building permit in under two weeks, and away they went. And so those are the kind of things that uh, – you know, we probably got well over a million square feet of manufacturing, uh, literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of good paying jobs out there. And those are things that are that make our community sustainable. Those basic sector jobs, those twenty five, twenty eight, thirty dollar an hour jobs, uh, good paying jobs. I mean, there's there's a wide variety out there, but with benefits, that is something that helps, again, the household income people being able to have expendable income, being able to stay in our city and work. That was a huge thing for us, and it's been tremendously successful. As you know, the Sky Ranch is now completely full, mm -hmm. um, and then North Ranch is under development. We'll see more of that out there. But it's that in itself has a lot of uh, benefit for the families of Caldwell and will have for many, many years to come. Yeah, yeah. that's that's for sure, and I can just tell you it. I don't know what the statistics are, but I can tell you anecdotally that as I talk to people, more and more people are working in Caldwell. You know, it doesn't seem too long ago, Mayor, that, you know, we were kind of a bedroom community and, um, you know, you'd wake up in Caldwell, you'd drive to Boise for your job, then you come back to Caldwell in the evening. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not to say that there still isn't some of that going on, but it, at least in my experience, that, that is becoming less and less. And there are so many positive, positive benefits to that. Yeah, and even just from an air quality standpoint, not as many cars and as many miles on the road from a congestion standpoint. Uh, as you know, there was a time 
and, and still are times, that uh, many, many people left the city of Caldwell to go work. And then the other part of it that, that it may be not as evident, but the leakage part of that. So mm-hmm. if you work in Meridian or Boise, uh, that's where you become familiar with the shops and the places and the mm-hmm. restaurants, and, you know, places to buy clothes or whatever else. And so you go to work and then you stop and uh, buy whatever you need on the way home. And so rather than a lot of that staying in the city of Caldwell and turning over here, a lot of those dollars were leaving uh, the city mm-hmm. because people working in other communities. Uh, so having those jobs right in our backyard keeps people from driving all those extra miles, uh, helps with congestion, helps with air quality, but it also keeps more dollars in our community because mm-hmm. if you're working here, you want to go to lunch here, uh, you know, you get familiar with Caldwell, the downtown or the shops or the restaurants, and that's then where you, you start to come. That changes your mm-hmm. patterns of, of what you do on a daily basis to stay here in Caldwell instead of take those dollars and, and leave. Yep, yeah, so true. One of the things that you've put an emphasis on throughout your tenure as mayor is connecting our community. It's one of the mm-hmm. things I've been most impressed with. And you talk about the paths that now have been, been built um, in our community where you can walk from one place to another, that we require development to make that an emphasis that you can walk to a place. T- tell me a little bit about why that's been so important to you and why that has been a point of emphasis. Well, you know, as as you know, John, the most important unit in society is the family. And when families succeed, then the neighborhood succeed, the city succeeds, uh, the state succeeds, there's, there's more success nationally. So one of the things that we really wanted to do was to create an environment in Caldwell where families thrive. And that's everything from walkability to recreation opportunities to uh, the, the YMCA, recreational opportunities, open space, walking paths, safety, jobs. I mean, there's an overall environment that you, I think it's, it's our job to create that families can't succeed. Early on, we adopted what was called the Platform for Youth and Families, which addressed all these different issues. It helped us direct our ordinances, our decision-making process, the budget where we invested into things that we knew would benefit families. And as you said, connectability, open space, walkability, those are all things that that help families uh, recreate together, uh, spend time together, uh, play together. Those are the things that were really important. So as we looked at our ordinances, as we looked at our budget, it helped us to invest in those things that we felt were most beneficial to families, kids, uh, senior citizens, whatever. So we wanted to make sure that there was connectability, walkability, a pathway system that still has a long way to go, but has certainly come a long way in the last several years. But requiring, uh, as subdivisions came in, whether they were uh, commercial, industrial subdivisions, mixed-use subdivisions, or residential subdivisions, that they connect with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we you can uh, walk from your neighborhood to the school or to some sort of neighborhood commercial or to open space uh, so that you can recreate. And those were all important issues. So we had to go through a process of through the comprehensive plan, through the subdivision ordinances, 
land use schedules, and make sure that all those things were really carefully thought about so that as we did begin to grow, we are connected. And uh, again, there's still a lot more to do, but we've certainly come a long way in that in that area. And I think the benefit uh, is evident all around mm-hmm. us with open space and walkability. We have, I think, I know at one time, I don't know if it's still the case, but a few years ago when we did our park impact fees, uh, Caldwell had more acres of park per thousand people mm-hmm. than anybody valley we that was we uh we tried to do and as you know john we're we're talking about improving some more open space that we've uh, purchased over the years and trying to get more parks built Uh, and so that's something that has been really important to us just to make sure that again families have that opportunity to be together walk together stay together it's it's key yeah yeah that's i think that's a a really good point as you you know as I, I know enough about you and I work closely enough with you to know that even as your term is coming to an end, you continue to work hard mm-hmm. um, to make sure that, uh, that Caldwell is getting done what it needs to get done. That's what I, one of the things I really admire about you is you really haven't, you haven't cashed it in, right? You continue to work hard. Yeah. And even after, with some health issues, you continue to work hard for the, for the folks here in Caldwell I know here in a few weeks we'll be having a special um, ceremony when we're going to uh, rename the TVCC building after you and your in your honor and the the efforts that you've made in our town. But it, it, that that makes me wonder, Mayor, what is there? Can you narrow down what might be the the proudest moment or or the biggest accomplishment that you've um, felt in, in your time as mayor? There's, as we've talked about, there's, there's several, right? But is there something that's really stuck out to you that you hang your hat on and you say, wow, when you look back, man, I'm glad we were able to get that done. Uh, becoming friends with Hana. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's, that's right. Very proud of that. Yeah, that's, there's some truth to that, man. <laughs> uh, you know, John, that's a really hard question because as you know, Things don't get done in a silo. They are done countless numbers of people. Uh, It takes an army, literally, of people to do the things that have been accomplished in the city. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't think you've ever heard me say ever, I did this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's always been, we did this. Uh, And, and so I guess my proudest moment is that I was able to be a part of we Mm -hmm. for, between council and mayor for more than 32 years in this, in this wonderful city that I love. It's my home. It's where I grew up. It's where my children grew up. It's where we're raising our grandchildren. Uh, so for me, just being able to be able to serve for that period of time, for the community to allow me to serve for that period of time, to trust me uh, to serve for that period of time, uh, is without question the most humbling, wonderful uh, experience of my life. Other than my my wife and children and grandchildren, it's it's a it's the most rewarding experience uh, of my lifetime, and always will be. I treasure the people that I've been able to meet. You know, if I was not the uh, in the position that I've been fortunate enough to be in, there, I'm sure there's lots of one. And so I was joking about meeting Hannah a little bit. <laughs> 
but I'm also being serious. Mm-hmm. I have met some of the most incredible people along the way, been able to work with some outstanding, honest, hardworking, incredible, visionary, kind, patient people that you've, you know, anybody could ever have the pleasure of knowing, uh, creating the relationships, the partnerships, uh, putting, being a part of being able to be involved in all these things through those friendships and partnerships and relationships. So, you know, for me, the, the greatest accomplishment was simply being able to serve for that many years, being trusted mm-hmm. for that many years, the wonderful people I've met along the way. Uh, I will treasure that for the rest of my life. And because of that, I think the rest of these things have been able to be uh, come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took years of dedication and commitment by so many people to see the creek and plaza and industrial park and create the urban renewal agency and lower crime and create a business atmosphere that people want to come here and do business here. And, uh, you know, all the things that, that have happened are because of that trust and the ability to, to serve. So I guess, uh, that would be my answer. John is just the privilege of being able to serve for this period of time is again, I will treasure it for forever. That's great. Another question too, um, before we move on to, I know another, aspect of what you've done is um, serve with the mayor's youth council. Um, and I know that's made a huge impact on so many, you know, young adults and young, young people. Could you tell us a little bit more about, about that for our listeners who maybe aren't aware of what that is and, and um, you know, how kids can get you uh, involved in that organization? Thank you, Hannah. And yes, that has been an absolute privilege uh, to be able to work with these wonderful youth leaders. They, they inspire me. They make me smile. They energize me. Uh, but, you know, when I first took office, the first few few months, uh, and actually part of the first year, most of the first year, I just listened. Mm. I went out and visited with every mayor, council member, uh, state leader, local leader, county leader, school district leader, business leader that I could possibly get to talk to and just listened. Uh, and one of the things that I found when I went to the high schools is that these students wanted to be involved in their community, but they didn't have a forum. Mm-hmm. They felt a little bit disconnected. And the same thing with students at the College of Idaho. Mm-hmm. So uh, I used to, when my knees would allow me, I used to run mm-hmm. lots of miles every week. And that was my release and uh, my stress relief. And I would go and just ponder things as I ran. And so I, that's where the, the idea of the Youth Advisory Council came from is one of these runs. Uh, after work one day when I was trying to decompress, I went back to the students and said, hey, what do you think about this idea? Love they it. loved it. Uh, we started in 1998, the fall of 1998, with the Mayor's Youth Advisory Council. And at first it was just a few students, but what I found out is they are energized. They will speak up if you give them the opportunity. They are leaders. They want to be involved. And so, you know, it just kind of developed from that, Hana, into uh, – you know, they, they now have positions on boards and commissions. We take them to Washington, D.C. and give them an opportunity to visit, well, when it's not COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. But we give them the opportunity to visit with their congressional leaders. We take them to the state house and give them the opportunity to visit with their legislators. We give them the opportunity to serve. Um, it's, just, it's just wonderful. There's probably been, I don't know, this is a guess, but eight, 900 kids that have gone through that, that. Uh, that program great. during that we've been able to do that. And of course, then that led to other things like 
the creation of the Youth Master Plan, which is an adopted plan, uh, was written by youth, by chamber leaders, by school leaders, by business leaders, city leaders, and we have this adopted Youth Master Plan that is still a live and functioning document today that talks about everything from safety to open space to being able to be you know, mentoring, the mentoring programs that we've developed through the city, the partnerships with the YMCA, these are all things that have developed out of that concept of, again, family being the most important unit in society, and these kids are leaders. Yeah. If you give them the chance, they will lead. It's awesome. It's It's been great over the span of time that we've been involved in the community just to see these kids you know, go through that and, and stay here and be leaders and be involved in the community and help it continue to grow. So that's what's so cool is you've been able to plant all these great seeds in these young kids and, excuse me, and they've been able to give back to the community and be thriving young adults in their community with their new families and, and, um, see positive things happen. So I, I think it's such a great program. Yeah. You talked earlier, Mayor, about the leakage that you see when mm-hmm. people worked over in Ada County with, with their dollars. But as you know, one of the part of the leakage that we've had in our community over the last few years is just people leaving um, because there were opportunities, mm-hmm. right? There weren't job opportunities. There weren't housing opportunities. But now I, I think under your leadership, you've seen more and more and more of that. And so you're seeing less leakage. Those, those people in the youth advisory, they're coming back because they they love it and they can they can stay there now mm-hmm. it's a, it's been a great thing yeah. it has been and just as an example uh, my communications uh, uh, officer in the city is Bianca yes. Stevenson yeah. uh, her and her husband both were on the mayor's youth advisory council mm-hmm. uh, I was able to perform the wedding ceremony for them which was a <laughs> tremendous awesome. honor I mean yeah. so you can see how this this just helps uh, these relationships are just priceless. Uh, and so we now have a communications specialist at the city of Caldwell that maybe 10 or 12 years ago was a member of the mayor's youth advisory council, mm-hmm. went on to college, came back to Caldwell. Uh, her and her husband are raising their family here. And now she is uh, a very important uh, piece of, of the of the leadership team at the city of Caldwell. Yeah, so very proud of you're that. right. It, the circle comes complete. Mm-hmm. That's a That's a great example. Well, I think, you know, I think the way to kind of wrap this up as, as we finish up is talking about the f- future for two things, the future for you, mm-hmm. what you're going to do, Mayor, and what your plans are and how you're going to spend your time. And then what do you see in the, for the future of Caldwell? You've, you've lit lots of fuses now that will continue to go over the next several years, right? Whether it be, um, the expansion of the business park, um, all of these different things. What First, what do you see as the future um, of Caldwell? What do you expect to see in the next 5, 10, 15 years? Well, thank you, John and Hannah. Again, thank you for having me, first of all. Mm. But, uh, you know, the, the future is bright. I really believe we have uh, been discovered for the wonderful, wonderful community that we are. You've heard me refer to Caldwell as the treasure of the valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I that's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but I really mean that. This is a tremendous community. We have wonderful people, wonderful resources, uh, a great foundation of, of businesses here that I think will continue to uh, be recognized for the treasure that it is. People want to move here. Uh, you know, we have a, 
we have built a great foundation for the industrial business climate. We continue to have businesses look at Caldwell. Uh, there are several, as you know, as council member John, that are looking at Caldwell. Uh, there's one called Project Imagine that is uh, probably a million square feet of manufacturing. They started with 77 locations. It's now between us and a location in Utah. I mean, that's the kind of recognition that we are seeing, and I think you'll continue to see that. North Ranch will continue to blossom and develop. As you know, we've created plans for a new revenue allocation area to the north of Caldwell to open that up to another opportunity like Sky Ranch Business Park. We have a new swimming pool on tap that's being designed as we speak. Our old pool was uh, unfortunately had outlived its useful life and needed to be replaced. Uh, that's on the tap, a new recreation building. There are numerous transportation projects. The widening of the interstate, which we've worked on for decades, literally, is now happening. Uh, so that with uh, that, I think Hall will, con will continue to be a place where businesses want to come. The downtown is blossoming. We just uh, yesterday listened to four proposals uh, for downtown for another wonderful new development coming uh, on September 13th. There's another time frame when more, more proposals for the property right next to the plaza where on the corner of Kimball and Arthur. Uh, I mean, the list goes on mm -hmm. and on, Job, John. As you know, we plan in 5, 10, 15-year horizons, the airport. Uh, is the busiest airport in the state of Idaho. We have all kinds of interest there. There's a new development that will be happening on the northeast corner of the airport that uh, is already under, uh, you know, they've already submitted plans and are, are looking at uh, developing there. So uh, I don't think, I don't see any uh, slowing down of, of the, the mo momentum that we have, and we've worked so hard. Mm -hmm. As you know, it took years to create this momentum. A lot of groundwork had to be laid. Uh, but those that hard work is paying off uh, exponentially. Yeah. The investments that we have made in families and in infrastructure, upgrading the treatment plant, uh, upgrading the system, the collection system to the south and to the east are paying huge dividends. So, you know, this is one of those things, John, where I think we have invested wisely. John and Hannah, I keep saying John, I apologize, Hannah. Oh, they're fine. Um, John asked me the question, so I, yeah. I but anyway, I, uh, John and Hannah, we have all kinds of plans. The city is in good financial condition. We've been prudent with our budgets. We have invested in safety services, so our crime rate is low. Uh, I just think that there's nothing but good things for the city of Caldwell. Mm -hmm. I think the momentum is here. I think it can continue on. Uh, so as far as the city is concerned, I, I see nothing but good things. I think we together as a community have created a place where people, businesses, industry wants to come. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's uh, something that we can all be proud of, that we have created a foundation that will last generations. The other question you asked me was personally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know, well, you're gonna, yeah. I you know you're going to stay involved. Yeah. I know that one thing about you, Mayor, is we're going to still see you down at the plaza and we're going to see you with your granddaughter going around, and we know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I may not be uh, in the seat that I'm sitting in right now, but I certainly am not going to go away. This is my community. Our family's community uh, have granddaughters to raise, uh, hopefully a little more fishing than I've been able to do. Uh, maybe a little more golfing, but certainly more time with my wife and 
children and grandchildren and friends and people that I just love to spend time with. But I'm still going to be involved. I hope that I can serve. I hope I can continue to be uh, a helpful and beneficial member of this community. And uh, I certainly have lots of uh, experiences that hopefully will, will benefit this community for years to come. And I've been fortunate, mm -hmm. as I've mentioned, to be able to be involved for this long. And I certainly don't want that to stop. Well, Mayor, we're grateful. We're grateful for the time that you've given us today. Mm -hmm. We're grateful for the time that you've given our community for over 30 years of, of public service. And I can I can tell you, as we, we raise our family here, um, there's not too many days that, that go by that we're not directly affected by some decision that you have made, um, leadership that you have provided. And um, it's just been a, a great ride mayor and uh on behalf of the people of our community we're, we're really grateful for all the work that you've done yes we are well thank you john and hannah and it has been a privilege to serve it has been a privilege to get to know the wonderful people as i mentioned it's an honor to know both of you uh thank you for your service i mean i have stood beside both of you on wonderful things that uh have been a part of this community hannah your work with hope's door and some of the things that happened there uh you know standing at those ribbon cuttings next yeah. to you you have both of you have left your fingerprints uh, all over this community, and it's uh, it's a privilege to know both of you. And I am, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve. And I just thank my uh, Heavenly Father uh, for allowing me to serve this long. And uh, hopefully these, uh, you know, the things that uh, we have been able to be a part of will continue to have impact for, like I say, generations. Yep. That's great. Well, again, we'd like to thank our guest, mm -hmm. our special guest, Mayor Garrett Ancolas, mm -hmm. for uh, for joining us on the podcast today. And uh, we look forward to uh, what's going to happen next uh, for our great mayor and uh, the city that we live in. So, mm -hmm. again, Mayor, thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Love you both. Hey, love you. Uh, God bless you. Take you care. Bet. Take care. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iheart2c. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.